Hello everyone, welcome to episode 3. In this episode, we're going to do our normal catch-up. We're going to talk about reboots and different aspects of representation in the industry. Charlie's Angels is a goddamn mess. Oh shit. I second that. <laughs> Alright, hope you guys enjoy. Love wins. Enjoy. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Colored Cast Podcast, the show where we discuss all things film, TV, and entertainment, one of the few shows that emphasizes diversity in the industry. My name is John Carter. I'm here with my boy, Joe. What up? I'm here with my fiance, Allie. Hello. And I'm here with my queen, my brother, James. <laughs> Did I say my queen or the queen? I think you said my queen, but I'm still my queen. <laughs> the, I'm your queen. Yeah. Oh, no, she's right. Fifi is the queen. Bro is queen. the queen. <laughs> KW. Um, KW queen. Speaking of Fifi, just catching up. We do our normal catch up. Babe, what you watching these days? Well, I'm still on my 90 Day Fiance. You're big on your reality TV. Yes. You know, I, I I used to go against reality TV, but it is nonetheless a form of entertainment, even though it's not my preferred. Mm-hmm. It's, I cannot deny how entertaining it is, even just watching it with you. So go on. I know you're watching other things besides that. Always my love and hip hop, whichever location it is. <laughs> Hollywood, Atlanta, yes. and New York. Where? Which one is the Miami. best? Miami. I was going to say of, yes. Of, of which the, one is the best? Of the it cities. has to be the original, which is New York. Mm-hmm. Can you yes. guys Agreed. give a, a quick rundown of what love and hip hop is? Okay, so love and hip hop is supposed to be about, you know, pretty much love and hip hop in the industry. So the industry and love and all the drama incorporated with it, but I feel like they've kind of. Straight away from the hip hop. The funny thing about your description of it is you saying it's supposed to be because that's literally like the operative part of that is that it's supposed to be that, but there's very little hip hop in there. And the thing about it is when I see when I saw her watching it, I was like, "What? That's that's Young Jock." They They do. They have. They have certain. Certain like personalities uh-huh. and yeah. you know like presences or presences is that even a word? Oh my god! Oh girl, girl, we're stretching. <laughs> but they do have certain uh, like you know personalities that have been in the entertainment in the yeah. past that are like oh for on, sure like, they... featured on there and they're regular cast. Yeah, like come on, Ray J, One Wish. I mean, oh god, you know they got <laughs> half. He's infamous. They got so. half of B two K on there. I, oh yeah, I, oh yeah, Fizz, Lil Fizz, April Jones. I think there's undoubtedly a stigma with musicians who may be on Love and Hip Hop just. Because of the lack of, I mean, I, I don't know any hits from, I mean, Cardi B is an exception. She is a, I mean, Love and Hell of an exception. That was her breakthrough, though. Yeah. Really, on Love and Hip Hop? Yeah. That was Cardi B's, wow. Yeah. I did not know oh, that. You didn't know that. I didn't know well, that. Many people don't. Yeah. With all uh, Allie and I were obsessed artists, with Cardi different. B before she became, yes. <laughs> like, oh, this big presence. Exactly. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> But with all these other artists, it's like, they've already kind of, been in the industry for a while they've been known and they're kind of they kind of have faded into the background and they're trying to make their reappearance right and that's in love and hip-hop whereas cardi b this is her first appearance really in the industry and she just like everyone fell in love with her oh my god i mean she's just so authentic honestly in the way that she presents herself and i think one thing that's a bit controversial about love and hip-hop is that it it really focuses on these um 
you know, all of these people who are claiming to have like a music career be more focused mm-hmm. on that industry. But when you watch Love and Hip Hop, it seems more like they're actors, you know, it seems yes. like they're oh, trying yeah. to really, you know, show their show themselves in that light mm-hmm. as opposed to really showcasing their music. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, like, like I said, it's very little that is focused on hip hop. That's what I'm saying. It's really on like the behind the scenes drama. Yeah, 100%. You don't hear many music Uh or many tracks, I should say many music, many tracks that are, you know, highlighted. Bro, and some of that music is absolute trash. It's corny. (laughs) And like they play it in the background like when they're going through it. Like the actual art. They have like the show where they're um, listening parties. The listening parties look like they found those actors from a Craigslist posting that shit looks like trash. You know, they paid the extras $25 to be there and they had nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, you could see it's fake though. Yeah. A but, lot of the drama yeah. is like, I it's feel finished. like it's planned by the producers. It yeah. is entertaining nonetheless. Like I can't sit here and just completely hate on Love and Hip Hop. It's, it's entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So reality TV love. I know Black Ink, you fuck with that too. Oh, I love Black Ink, but it has. What about that one? I don't. I don't know that one either. <laughs> so in the beginning, it was really about like a tattoo shop. Like. Oh, okay. Caesar, it was in the beginning. Yeah. It was more focused yeah, on the tattoo. Caesar is the CEO. He founded Black Ink, and there's like different locations now. It was about like tattooing and the drama incorporated with all the people that work in the shop. But now it has definitely strayed away from the tattoos. Like Mama, you know, my mother-in-law has been saying daughter i haven't seen them tattoo one person yet i'm like yeah it's mostly about their <laughs> that's their definitely sort of an afterthought in a lot of the episodes yeah, yeah. so but okay. it's still good tv girl oh yeah always, always. cannot I deny love you, sky. i love you yeah you can't deny the entertaining <laughs> sky is my um my spirit animal <laughs> she's definitely alex spirit animal, so. <laughs> she's my spirit animal. But what you've been watching these days girl um, you know, I mean, I dabble in a little bit of everything. It really just depends on my mood, you know, how bad I'm feeling one day or how much I want to snatch a bitch the next. But, um, <laughs> no, Seth and I, um, Seth and I, this last weekend, we actually watched American Sun on Netflix. It's an, it's a Netflix original. Amer- you've been harping on us to really watch yes. that. We, we saw the Netflix preview. It was funny. The, the <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know how Netflix trailers kind of give away the yeah. whole fucking plot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the entire plot. It literally, I mean, it really does. Did I not say that to you guys too when I was telling you guys I wanted you to watch it? I literally said, don't watch the Netflix preview though because then you'll kind of know all the, yeah. uh, all the important parts of it. But. Yeah. I mean, that's, it, it ended up being really good, though. It's just sort of, um, you know, it's a movie today that sort of, you know, addresses some of the racial tension in America. Yeah. Carrie Washington? Yes. Car- oh, Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington. Seth is obsessed with her, so that's why we had to watch it. He saw her on it and her role and the way that she depicted it and everything and just the storyline. It was very different because okay. it legitimately, the movie itself only had four characters that you see throughout the actual film mm-hmm. and it's all actually recorded in one specific area i love movies like that i love movies and so that, it's that like, take yeah, place you, in like a yeah that's a, exactly a specific, how it a, like in the same day yes yeah. <laughs> it was it was legitimately supposed to be a portrayal of sort of like a couple of hours worth of events but i mean it's very moving it's 
pretty controversial when you consider it against sort of what's happening in America today with, Mm -hmm. you know, all the tension between, you know, Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter, stuff like that. So Seth and I don't usually watch controversial stuff like that. Uh We're very, uh, we're very much about pep and, you know, sort of the gay, the gay aspect of things. (laughs) But, uh, no, we, we saw the Netflix preview, like you said, and we watched that and, um, it was, it was actually really, like I said, it was really moving. So yeah. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that really affected me recently. Um, I mean, other than that, it's really just sort of the basic stuff. But um, yeah, I feel judge you. Judy. <laughs> you know, only Judy can judge. On replay. Um, <laughs> Some Gordon. But no, Ramsey. like what was really what was cool about uh, American <laughs> Sun was that it it tied into um, your play. So that was why it was really like something that was really cool the, when we watched yes. it. Yeah, the fucking play. So John was in yeah, a let's play. Let's get into it. Yes. Yeah. He's been rehearsing for a couple months. But facing our truth. Yes, University of Laverne. Facing our truth. Yes, yes. The fall 2019 fall production. Uh, it was dope. I, I think everyone in this room came and watched, including my nephew Devin. Yes, yes. Devin. Why don't you say hi? Hello. Introducing, <laughs> introducing <laughs> my it's nephew. The boy, it's our nephew. It's the boy. Feel free to get closer. Yeah, get closer, get closer Devin. Devin. Lift, lift that chair and. His nickname is Danny. Bring, Dennis, bring so it on over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, just just wrap that. Uh, if listeners, if you've ever considered doing theater, if you never have done theater, it's a hell of a time commitment, but it is a lot of fun. There is nothing like performing live in front of people. Mm-hmm. It's a different reaction every time. Opening night was dope. The reactions were crazy. That Devin, the night you came, so the second weekend we performed, the second show, the most dead crowd ever i was about to go on a monologue and go in just like <laughs> we put our heart and souls in this shit i do want to throw a side note out there that ali could probably tell you about the crowd more than john john because she was at every single show in, yeah. because she's a real one and yes. I'm, this is my little brother and i went to one so yeah. i don't feel like the second show was the um quietest i feel like it was a She's counting. If you the guys. fifth show. Yeah. I think the fifth show, like, it was the crickets. I don't think it was the second show. The second show yeah. kind of gave some reaction. But the fifth show, it was, I feel like it was. And dead. you know, that happens. And when you perform mm-hmm. it once, you get certain reactions. You're like, okay, I can kind of expect yeah. that. And then the next time it doesn't, it can throw you off as an actor. But That was interesting when you came home and told me about that. Oh, like, yeah. Really? Because I, I was just like, you shouldn't. You should never feel insecure about your part, bro, because you acted the shit out of your part. Your part was funny. Oh, yes. It was ironic. It was literally like a satire yes. criticizing sort of what's going on in America nowadays. Oh, 100%. You know? It was very like abstract, our scene. Even from the outfits, like what she was wearing, just very American flag themed. Oh, just it super exaggerated that aspect. <laughs> yeah. Really, you know, and then to have you out there yeah. playing the part that you were playing, it was just... it was. That, that's the thing about theater. It's, it's not so much about subtlety. It's kind of more in your face as opposed mm-hmm. to like film and shit where it can be just more informal even just the way you talk on the stage in theater you have to project and you know be very big on a theater in movies it's more conversational it's like that was actually the coolest part about your scene was that Mm -hmm. it did seem like a conversation between this super ironic weird doctor that you play (laughs) you know like you were supposed to be sort of like the irony behind like oh you're just fucked up yeah. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're not confused or anything. You're just really fucked up. And, this is why. and then you have, you know, the female counterpart who is this super American, yeah. quote unquote, you know, role. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, it was just, it was, it was really cool to see that being depicted yeah. in that light. You know? it, it's fun, man. It's fun when you're given a role and just like, hey, uh, we don't really know what we want from it. Just kind of 
do whatever feels right and we'll direct you from there. Like, that's what the director, Alma Martinez, Dr. Alma Martinez. Hopefully um, have her on the show one day. That'd be we'll, cool. We'll, yeah. we'll snag her on. You here. guys definitely have to. Yeah. 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 She's she's great. She's So kinda kinda tell us what Facing Our Truth was about. Yeah. Facing yeah. Our Truth straight up was about uh Trayvon Martin. Um, the death of Trayvon Martin. There's a, a play in there about him and George Zimmerman and just how George Zimmerman got off. I don't know if many people are familiar, but um George Zimmerman was he was like the neighborhood watch. Trayvon was in this neighborhood. Uh, was shot was shot down by Zimmerman for being you know a quote unquote threat and facing our truth. It's a compilation of six ten minute short plays that address not just Trayvon but social injustices, being black in America. You mm-hmm. know that we're very fortunate in Laverne to be able to tell the black story. You of know course, what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, there's like this expectation in theater to be you know Shakespearean and. If I do theater, I do these classical mm-hmm. things, you know. But sure. So the fact that we're able to do some very contemporary, very relatable... Theater. I was going to say, relatable, that was what yeah. made it so yeah. good to me, was seeing how informal it was yeah. in terms of... Um, uh, not necessarily it being like a low-budget production. It was just informal in this... Like, the language that was used by the characters, uh-huh. how the scenes were carried out. It was very what you would see in exactly. anyone's yes. normal life, yes. you know? Like, right. there, it was literally six different scenes, but in every one, each of the characters were playing a part that, like, at some point in my life as a, a half-black man, I've lived each of those mm-hmm. scenes, you know what I mean? Not necessarily the more negative aspects of them, you know, because there were more, you know, dramatic parts yeah. of it, obviously, but, you know, like, there's a... The scene where he's, uh, there's one gentleman who's in there with his mother, mm-hmm. and you know, there's another one where it's three friends. It's like stuff like yeah. that. They put him in very relatable yeah. situations, like you said. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Devin, I'm, I'm sure it was kind of heavy for you. Was was the the content of it like a little, a little much? I know you're, but my nephew is, is young. So how old are you, yeah. Devin? Thirteen. Ah, oh, my boy's growing up. He thinks he grown. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he grown. But yeah, I mean, when I was Devin's age, I wasn't going to no damn theater production, especially some heavy... No way. I mean, that was before social media, though, too. Well, no, we were at the sort of the cusp of when social media was becoming a thing. But nowadays, you know, like, news spreads like wildfire, so social media is a big thing, so... I don't really know where. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think about it, Devin? Like, how do you portray the play? It was good. I think it told a lot about what's going on nowadays and like the struggles people go through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. dope. Is it scary kind of being in school right now with all the shootings and all the oh, stuff yeah, like there's that? there's a lot of like kids at my school that are like, getting into gangs and stuff. And That's crazy. I just, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Stray away from that shit. I'll kill you. <laughs> she will. Don't do it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know, Devin. Do you watch The Flash? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, obviously we're big. We got we got the Justice League damn portrait right here. It looks beautiful. Yeah, the boy is wearing the Star Lab sweatshirt, man. <laughs> Come on now. It's big time. <laughs> what else are you watching, Devin? Um, Batwoman. I tried to watch Arrow, but it's really long. And I don't like <laughs> don't like Arrow. Arrow was good in the beginning. What, and Joe, then it got what boring. It, right, Joe, what do you say about Arrow? Arrow? You say, what, what seasons? Are- seasons one and two are... Great. Phenomenal. Right. Great. It falls off in like seasons three and four. It kind of comes back five and six. Okay. But then it just falls off. You have a full understanding of Arrow. This is very impressive. (laughs) 
<laughs> they have some dope Batman villains in Arrow, but oh I, I haven't really watched. Oh my gosh, Arrow is amazing. It's I great. was going to say the only thing I like about Arrow is Arrow himself. I watched episodes one and two of season one. Oh, he's And I checked out because shit. that had everything I needed to see in terms of him. <laughs> so Stephen Amell his is, name is, is the yeah. boy. What's his name? Stephen Amell. Okay, his name will be Stephen Carter in about two years. So just give it some time. <laughs> no, I love that. He, he I'm, started. I'm married, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, Ruby Rose hopping in as as Batwoman, and they they oh, that's a time. perfect time for a character like that. I mean, they straight up just they go all in with you know her being openly lesbian and just in mm-hmm. some of the scenes like she's in a restaurant and she's like. If there's anything the CW does well, it's doing like making those kinds of moves in yeah. their shows, like throwing all this, I guess, diversity into it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, um, 100%. Yeah. Especially CW. It, from Flash. CW is very big on that. Oh, stuff. yeah. Hell yeah. What, what's the, the girl's name in Flash? Flash is significant other... Iris uh, West. Right. I mean... It's <laughs> like a little mixed girl? Yeah. yeah. I've watched a few episodes with you. Is it... She don't look mixed. She looks full black. I don't know yeah, what she is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I can say like just from a visual perspective, yeah, CW just attacks... You've been watching Batwoman, Joe? I haven't tried watching Batwoman yet, no. I want oh, to. Okay. Ruby Rose can get it all day, <laughs> every day. This is my brother's okay. fiance, everyone. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that, that was a woman. But um, if there's a woman that can turn me straight, Ruby Rose has a good chance, honey. Yes. So I'm not mad at her. <laughs> She's cool. She's yeah. cool. She's an action thing. She's in a lot of action things. She's in like Triple X. Um... Orange is the New Black. Oh, Orange is the New Black. That was the first she... time I saw her. Oh, no. yes. yes. First time. And then she was yeah. in a John Wick movie. I don't remember which one though. Oh my gosh, she was in John Wick. Else, she was in a movie. What did we watch recently? She was in John Wick. It might have been John Wick too. No, I don't care about John Wick. It was only another movie. (laughs) John Wick is so dope. Devin, have you watched John Wick? The Purge, right? Purge. Ruby Rose was not in any of them. Oh my god! Um, But we'll xnay that everyone. So (laughs) let's edit that out. We're good. She's in, a, she's in a lot, though. Yeah. So how about you, Joe? What have you been up to? Shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just been watching so much. I mean, Disney Disney Plus launched oh, a couple geez. weeks ago. Oh, my. So, I, you I know. Such it. a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Oh, my. No, they... as all the, there's so much hype around Disney Plus, but the real only content thing that will draw you to it is The Mandalorian. And everything else is just like... Mm-hmm. Like older stuff. Yeah. That's what that's what we're we're very we're feeling very nostalgic. I'm watching, I was about to say nostalgia is what drew oh, me to I, I, I'm watching I'm watching the nineteen nineties Spider Man, the nineteen nineties X Men. They have the old Silver Surfer show. So that's what's mm-hmm. dope. They, it's they nostalgia got, plus. They have, they have cartoons from like <laughs> the eighties. This is nostalgia plus. That's yeah, it's it's dope just being able to tap in because all the Marvel MCU movies, it's like bro, we saw that shit so many times. Yeah, like, and those shows are aren't coming for like another year or so, but it'll it'll go up even more. Once I didn't those. realize that until I tried to watch uh, Infinity War, and it said like, oh, due to some agreement, blah blah blah, it's not gonna be available until like months from now. But Wait, like Endgame what? is available. Oh, like so Infinity in, in, War in Disney Plus, there are some. Yeah. If you try to click on Infinity War to watch it, it Why? literally gives you a notification. It's because it says, it's still on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> oh, makes sense. But wow. but Endgame is on Disney Plus. It's just not Infinity War. So any wow. so any Disney entities that are on other streaming services uh, are currently not available on That was Disney probably Plus. some yeah. agreement they had to reach. Oh, sure. Yeah. Just completely pull it from whatever yeah. other streaming services. Okay. Know. 
Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so Mandalorian's insane. The episodes are fairly short, but it's it's so cool. Like what is that? I, I love Star... It's a Star Wars show. Oh, Star, Star Wars. Star Wars yeah. spin-off okay, show. Okay, Joe, you gotta elaborate for us queens because I have <laughs> well, no idea what that you're talking about. that is why, Joe, that is why I don't know. But I will check it out, everyone. I'm all-inclusive. I will <laughs> look at it. I'll probably watch about 10 minutes of the first episode and to be honest you guys with you, believe that I know. You don't really need to watch all the other Star Wars movies because uh-huh. it, it stands alone that well just, just by mm-hmm. itself. And, of course, like... Kind of spoilers, but there's a there's a little creature uh, that looks like Yoda, <laughs> baby Yoda, and Wait, that, that is baby Yoda, right? It's not actually Yoda, no, because okay. the one that's on all like all the memes and stuff, Yoda, that's it's, not actually baby Yoda. Seth literally just posted him on his. No, story. I know, I saw just, yeah. so, so many. Memes. I didn't know that. I really thought that was baby Yoda. So the 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 time it takes place is in between. Um, Episode 6, which is Return of the Jedi, which Yoda dies in, mm-hmm. and, and it's in between that movie and The Force Awakens, which is the the one that came out, like, in 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's either a clone, or it's it's actually Baby Yoda. No one really knows yet. But ah, it's... Okay. What you can take from it is that it's, it. it's just the same species. And this is a series or a movie? It's a series. And it's on Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like one of, I'm going to check it out. It's one of the biggest biggest draws of Disney Plus. I, I have been hearing about that, though. I feel like okay. I've heard about that. It's, it's I haven't heard the official name of it. I've heard a lot of people yeah. speak about it, and I've seen a lot of people post um, like images from the series itself. Yeah. But yeah. I haven't actually heard what it's called or yeah. you know, like anything like that. So. Yeah, it's just called The Mandalorian. Um, let's see. Pedro Pascal... If you, I know you guys watch Game of Thrones. He, oh, uh, you remember the Viper, the guy that uh, got his head crushed in uh-huh. by the mountain. Oh yeah, he's on Narcos. Oh, I love yeah. him. He's, he's the man. He's the Mandalorian. He's the main guy. Is he really? Yeah. Oh so my gosh. Cool. Okay, well, I don't know him, so let's let's talk about something. Well, he's fine, so you'll watch him. Okay. I, um. Yeah. No. Let's see. Other than Mandalorian, I've been watching Watchmen still, and mm. that shit is insane. Is that the you're watching the newer? Uh, yeah, the newer Watchmen. Right? Yeah, the TV series, not the not the two thousand nine movie. Yeah, we got. Where, where does that come on? HBO. HBO. Oh, ah, okay. That first episode was good. Oh my and god, they we, drew us in, but then we haven't had time to watch the other ones. But straight up, we loved the first episode, so and we just good. oh yeah, really? and, and it's yeah. it's it's constant like that throughout the entire season. Is it really? Yeah, it's that intense. And it's the really fact good. that a series can like capture your attention in the first episode, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, Game of Thrones didn't even capture. Me it's like pretty that. stereotypical oh, for most series to catch you yeah. two or three episodes in. So yeah. something yeah. does. Sort of, you know, grab your attention uh-huh. in the first episode. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Watchmen is solid. I think it's coming to a close, but like the season's uh-huh. almost over. Maybe uh-huh. like halfway through. Oh, cool. I guess it's time yeah. to catch up. We gotta to yeah. catch up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shit. And so, then and then and then, <laughs> Breaking Bad. I'm almost done. Fucking towards the end of season five. Oh, I've never I've never watched <laughs> it all the way on through. Seth and I's to do list is watching. Breaking Bad. We haven't watched a single episode. It's been on my to-do list for years. I've watched yeah. episodes. Yeah. Literally just, for years. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never you. sat and watched it all the way through. I've just, I caught the ending. I've caught the beginning. I've watched literally the first episode. I've never sat and watched every single episode. Yeah. But that's something that didn't capture my attention the first episode. It didn't. Yeah, exactly. Like we were just saying, you know, it's really cool that the watch. You really got, that. yeah. But yeah. that show, it was an able, Seth and I watched a little bit of the first episode. Yeah. We were yeah. over it. So. Yeah. 
But yeah, so. Have you guys been watching any like holiday mm-hmm. content or anything? You know, yeah, no, let's, Thanksgiving hasn't guys... passed, but everyone's indulging in Christmas. We so. had to. You guys watch Last Christmas? Let's yeah, hear about we, it. Yeah, we we pulled up on Last Christmas. Henry Golding. Amelia uh, Clark. Amelia Clark. We Clark. were so excited because, of course, we love Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Me before you. It's a cute movie. Crazy Rich Asians. It's right. cute. It was okay. It was cute. Yeah, of course, it was cute. They're both very cute actors, but I just expected more. Well, you have to know what you're going into, love. Like this is just the hot. It's called Last Christmas. You okay, know, so look, can I ask you guys a quick question? You know the song Last Christmas? Uh-huh. Yes. I hear if you just read the lyrics of mm-hmm. the song, it's the plot of the movie. It's exactly it, yeah. Really? Yeah, and, and in the movie, she's <laughs> huge about George Michael and, uh, oh God, real sport. Wait, does George Michael sing yes. the song? Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he does. He's a fierce queen, so I'm really oh. actually disappointed in myself for not knowing that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's a cool holiday movie. I mean, they definitely capitalize on those two being some of the biggest stars in the fucking industry. Right yeah, now. definitely. You know what I'm saying? That was just a huge draw. But the mm-hmm. plot of the movie is it's cool. Like, it's, it wasn't that great, I'll be honest no, with you. No, it it's was a kind of like feel good all movie. over the place. And I I mean, I love them both as actors. I, mm-hmm. ex- I did expect more. But of course, luckily it was both of them. So it was very still, it was still cute. She was so, singing. Yeah. I didn't. I had no idea she sung. Yeah, she was singing her. Great voice. Yeah. Singing her ass off. Oh, singing her, 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 singing her. It was good. Ass off, damn it. But it wasn't really, it wasn't like the song, it was like maybe the first sentence of the song was the movie, the plot of the movie, but then that's it. <laughs> like the last Christmas I gave you my heart type of thing? Exactly. That's exactly. It. That's that part. <laughs> well, I can't say from a diversity aspect though, in terms of, you know, like Christmas being a really, um, I won't say an American holiday, I'll say that it's a very, um, it's probably one of the more, like, uh, what would I say, like publicized Holidays in America. Oh, like it's very, very you know, recognizable. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a better way of putting it. So I think it's really cool that they took that concept of what you know Christmas mm-hmm. kind of stands for in America, and they they chose to you know like portray a story of a, like an interracial couple. Yeah. yeah. Not only an interracial couple though, but it had you know an Asian man. Because let's keep of it. A, let's keep it. We a don't stat. see that nowadays. No. We, you just don't see. Asian specifically. I mean, a lot I of interracial roles that we see nowadays yeah. are a lot of black and black. white or oh, make, like, yeah. you know, and I'm all for that, but a little bit of I'm diversity. All, I'm never all for my anybody. people getting <laughs> roles, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel you. You know what? I, I spoke about this before. You know, when you think about black, black people and Asian people are so different just in mm-hmm. our demeanor and everything. Black people... Just culture, everything. Oh, culture. and yeah. everything. It's such a different culture. Yeah. Um, I, I can just say personally that black people are vocal and passionate. Mm-hmm. Um, Asians, from what my experience, from, uh, you know, being with a Filipino woman, very all about their... Uh, all about their culture in the mm-hmm. sense that um, Asians are about, you know, they, they'll, I would like to think, help other Asians, <laughs> if that makes sense. I mean, from what I've seen in terms of um, certain Asian cultures, and maybe I'm speaking from ignorance, but I feel like I'm more so just speaking from what I've seen is um, they're just a more passive culture in terms mm-hmm. of how they let they let others kind of do what they do, and they more focus on like their own Absolutely. community. They're and really and they just they, focus on them. They don't right. They don't really worry about what everyone else is doing. They focus on themselves and yeah. sort of you know yeah. right. Because I, I feel like if if there's any 
what one of the ethnic ethnic groups in our country that's kind of like just like you say very passive and not as vocal it's it, Asian Americans. But they're out I mean, there getting business done. Oh, you know? they're out there. Are we getting work done? Yeah. I was about to say, me and Jaja need to hop off this dialogue over here talking about Asian Americans while we got two sitting here across. Gotta let y'all steal the conversation, you know? <laughs> yeah. Dating, dating Allie and then now being gay sure opened my eyes to the different cultures that make up Asians. <laughs> being, being honest, I didn't fucking know the difference, the distinctions between um the different honestly and, and you know you've opened my eyes i i get yeah. now i have such a better understanding of you know chinese korean japanese filipino vietnamese just mm-hmm. because i'm i'm more very different. you know and just oh, as a disclaimer yeah. anyone who acts like they already knew the differences with that being like any other American that has no Asian in you, I don't care. Because you understand that you don't know the, you don't know the difference. I, like, I, right. un- until you have someone like Ali who comes into your life and really explains those mm-hmm. subtle differences in you, because they are subtle differences. She tells Seth and I about them too. Until you have someone who's really willing to come in and educate you about that kind of stuff, you don't know. Yeah. A lot of Americans literally do exactly what I used to do, which and they just. A blanket statement at all they're mm-hmm. like oh that's the same thing it's actually not no. oh, yeah. and you know being hawaiians we always grew up with that you know people mm-hmm. telling us that we were tongan and samoan and stuff it's like not so much <laughs> and it's, it's funny you, you even saw that like in comedy back in the day like what was funny was like, oh you chinese or japanese that was it it was like these days shit, that like, was funny and nowadays that's offensive oh, shit like that isn't oh, yeah. even as funny these you days know? and people would be like you know that's just like you said, it may it may offend some people. Back in the day, it was like when you thought about Asian people, like, oh, you're Chinese, you're Japanese, or it's the same shit. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, not so much. It, it used to be that that was a joke. Yeah, like, I heard of that. Like, same I mean, you different. know, back in the day, too, it was like, you're gay, you're straight. It's like, no, not really. Yeah. There's, no. there's all kinds of stuff. So yeah. especially when it comes to ethnicities, it's like, you need to make sure that you know what you're speaking about. Like, educate exactly. yourself before you exactly. can speak before on can speak all these it. subcultures yeah. that are oh, within. Yeah. Like, you can, they might be considered Asian, but Ali has been very quick to remind me that Filipinos are no longer Asian. No, we are no longer Pacific Asian. Or, Pacific Islanders. Pacific Islanders, just oh, like yes. you. Yes. We are Pacific Islanders now. Yes. Is that so when you would drop down, when mm-hmm. I renewed my nursing license, it said Asian. Filipino wasn't under there. But when I went under Pacific Islander, we were there. In the Does doctor. it actually say that now? Because I feel like yeah. whenever I was filling out forms like that that had your ethnicities, it just said... Asian on there, and then I was like, okay, well. No, it actually isn't. <laughs> Filipinos were under um, Pacific Islander Pacific now. Islander, okay. Yeah. That's something um, else. Mm-hmm. We, I think we can safely say that the industry that we're in, I mean, the, the way the industry is now is certainly a reflection of the progressive state that I was about to say progressive. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. when you look at just, bro, just the simplest things like fucking... let's go back to henry golding like it, like specifically in acting like yeah. he's he's taking on roles that aren't like uh typically offered yeah to, you're yeah. you're not like a nerdy dude or you're yes. not like a kung fu master yes. or like a yakuza. that is a good looking heartthrob I of an asian though. fucking man yes because he's actually um after chris evans and whoever we were talking about earlier he's probably my Steven third ne- yeah he's my third next ex-husband so but you guys yes. look out for me in the tap who boys. is the last asian like main character that you've seen in the movies jackie chan oh yeah jackie chan lucy <laughs> Liu, right okay, her too yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Angels, there's not a lot i mean mm-hmm. they're really more supporting actors or actresses they're mm-hmm. not the main characters yeah. to be honest mm-hmm. you know and it's great to see henry golding because i mean yeah. look at him he- he kills it in Crazy Rich Asian. He kills it, 
you know, you could do better in last Christmas, but still, if he like... he doesn't charm you, he then char- you're a robot. Oh, but he charmed me last Christmas. As a man or a woman, you know what I mean? So, or, like, his, or anything in between, yeah. since we're yeah. being all-inclusive, all and I'm the I'm the gay cast member. I mean, anything <laughs> uh-huh. in between that. His, his career's taken off. I mean... Yeah. I this was, is definitely the time to be different in America. Exactly. You know? It is the time. Oh, yeah. Hell, yes. yeah. And finally, though, they're starting to cast that spot, that spotlight on the Asian community and sort of start to highlight those yeah. actors and actresses. Which is great. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I do love Crazy Rich Asians too. That's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even even the title of it, it's like it has the word Asians in it. I think. And it's, that's it's, so deliberate. It's so deliberate, and yeah. it's like you know, this movie when it comes, it's gonna just the very name of it and the nature of it. Once it comes out, that's gonna be our platform to. Yeah, you know and what I'm saying were, to open doors. Yeah. I mean, the mom from Crazy Rich Asians. She was also in Last Christmas. Yes, she was. Yeah. Oh, was she? Mm-hmm. Oh, she was the okay. boss of uh, Amelia Clark's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. But yeah, there were different kind of Asians. Like we even had Chris Aquino. I was just about to bring up Chris, Chris Aquino. Aquino. <laughs> so Chris Aquino, even though she was only in it for like half a second. <laughs> but who was she again? In I'm Crazy sorry. Rich Asians? I don't know. She was just part of. She was just in the wedding. I don't know. Yeah, she was in the wedding, but she was like a bit like supposed to be like a. I, I, I need an IMDb brief. <laughs> yeah, well, Chris Aquino. Um, yes, she yes. is like a famous like, um, like TV host actress in the Philippines. She's huge. Like her, ah, really? Her mom yeah. is Corazon Aquino, and she was a president of the United States of the United States of the Philippines. She was huge. You know? Oh, really? So she's she's big in the Philippines, and to see her in Crazy Rich Asians, yeah. Even if it was a small part, it's like wow, look at the. Filipino I was like, industry. that's big time. It's big <laughs> yeah, they're time. expanding it to like come yes, out and be exposed yes. to, you know, America. Exactly. Yeah. So it was crazy seeing her in that because, I mean, as a Filipina, you know, I, see, but... you know her. You know yeah. who Chris Aquino is. Mm-hmm. She was in The Buzz, you know, ABS, CBN, everything, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. you know, when I watch Crazy Rich Asians, I thought these Asians have a British accent. Uh, <laughs> that's well, as... as so that's and that's Singapore. That's Singapore. I really did think that too. I literally asked Ali that. I said, they're "Why? Why did they all have a British they? accent?" And she yeah, they said, are. No, they are in Singapore. Yeah, they're in Singapore. Singapore. I, I yeah. know. I know what I said may sound ignorant, but that's exactly what it is. It's ignorant. It doesn't I, sound ignorant, bro. I, I have it no sounds idea. truthful. That's <laughs> oh, really sure. what it is. You yeah. know, that's truthful, what it is. Yeah. yeah. I, when I'm you are around many Singaporeans, you're not going to know <laughs> a Singaporean accent. So yeah. I think that's very fair. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just you, you see it reflected in the industry now. And I, I love it because I feel in order to make small steps, you have to take great leaps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I also feel just in some things, I feel like some shit is just to check a box. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like we, I mean, we, we have a constant conversation of just, you know creating original content or rebooting like like Ghostbusters they took classic comedy threw in four very funny very talented com- yeah. female you know comedic minds Leslie and Jones right well Leslie Jones um Melissa McCarthy Melissa McCarthy um, Kristen Ray with right now I told Kate her- Kate, it was Kate. Oh, I'm so mad that I'm forgetting her name right now. She's, I'm obsessed with her right now. Yeah, she's from SNL. I don't remember her. Kate McKinnon. Kate, Kate McKinnon. McKinnon. Oh, God bless you. Yeah, yes. Kate McKinnon. But yeah, dope cast. And it's just, was that re- was the reboot of that title necessary? Or should they just use these talented people, these talented women, these talented diverse uh, cast to create some original shit rather than mm-hmm. getting the Power Rangers? And giving just a complete progressive contemporary mm-hmm. casting, you know what I'm saying? When you watch the two, to that, an original title, you know, yeah. exactly. That was my I, 
loved the reboot of Power Rangers. However, my right. one caveat to that was just growing up as a fucking a, a kid in the Mighty Morphin Mighty Morphin era. It was more like why not just you know make it another season of the Power Rangers mm-hmm. that is focused on uh, you know underdogs and stuff like that yeah. as opposed to still having the same names Billy Zach all that but then you know like making Zach Asian and making yeah. him, it just felt yeah. to me it felt very like you know let's check the box yes, it felt very I token agree. honestly agree. just because it, it kind of changed the nature of what Power Rangers is it's like you yeah. know at the time Power Rangers is corny and it's for the kids and these kids who are Power Rangers but they were all they were, over, yes. they were well, over we loved it. We exactly. loved it. that's what our generation grew up on yeah. and nowadays children grow up on seeing you know, the, I mean, I guess to be politically correct, we call it the underdog, but if I'm being perfectly honest, they grow up watching the loser being celebrated. It's the kid that doesn't do well in school, uh-huh. that, you know, isn't socially equipped. It's okay. that kid that, yeah. like, isn't really doing much with their life, and they're being, like, celebrated from a main character standpoint, and they just portray them in this way that the viewer is, you know, charmed by them. But at the same time, it's like, you have to look at the kid that we're watching this movie being based yeah. around. You know, like they they aren't doing well in school. You know, like they don't do any extracurricular activities, blah, blah, blah. But it's like you literally watch in, the, in those movies too. Like the one that I'm that I can throw off off the top of my head is super bad, you know? Mm-hmm. And you oh, see the kids sure. who are like the jocks who play football mm-hmm. and get good grades and this and that, they're like villainized. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when did that become a thing? Mm-hmm. You know, like when, when did it become cool to make the kid that really tries hard? Yeah. You know, the villain. Bro, yeah. you, you mentioned super bad. And I think that formula has been replicated a few times with book smart, with good boys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, the losers kind of, I guess Booksmart's different. Like, they're the valedictorian or whatever, but... Um, well, but even in that, they make them the loser. Like, they make the valedictorian and uh-huh. the loser. That's true, yeah. exactly. You know, yeah. like, they make it seem like they're not cool because they were smart. Mm-hmm. When in actuality, bitch, when I was in high school, everyone knew me because I was one of the captains of the football team, because I got straight A's, because I was this, I was that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But nowadays, it's it's seen as bad in movies, and I just oh, don't yeah. know when that, beca- when that became sort of the standard. Uh, well, we've... Ser- I mean, the... Our world has just progressed so fast. It's it's the high school we we grew up in so different than when Devin's gonna come in I, good I, ways and in bad ways. Absolutely, you know, I feel like we, right we now moved, we're just yeah. addressing some of the bad ways. But oh, for it's sure. Been, it's grown into a much better. Atmosphere. Oh my god, kids these days are so fucking aware. It's like uh, she's just got a the passion that kids have, and Gen Z is something different. Oh, I mean, they just have their yeah. own. I feel like we're so similar. I feel like we as millennials are similar, but it's yeah. Man, you got you got to respect how aware some of these kids are for being so young. Oh my god! I mean, you know, just talking about Day Day, like Day Day can sit there in a room with Seth and I, you know, hugging and kissing, and he's unbothered, you know. And you get other kids who haven't been exposed to that, and they're just they're uncomfortable. Kind of like, Whoa, what's happening? Like, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. And he just knows that that's love. He doesn't think about it being love between a man and a man. He thinks about it just being love, you know. Yeah. So yeah, like these reboots are. You know, in my opinion, they're a bit unnecessary. You know, like yeah. one of I think one of the bigger reboots that's kind of been brought to light recently in terms of being uh, not as accepted is Charlie's Angels reboot, oh, the uh, Elizabeth oh. Banks oh, <laughs> directed one. And as a disclaimer, right now I'm gonna let you all know that I love me some Elizabeth Banks. So I love her. Oh yes, you know? I love her. But, but she, she did is. we think that that reboot was necessary? No, I'll be honest. I didn't watch Charlie's Angels. I 
I love the like the two thousand one with well, Lucy Liu, Cameron Diaz, and can I ask you something to to that? What did you want to watch it? You know, no. No. You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest. <laughs> Did you want to watch it? You know that I love Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. I, you know, I love Charlie's Angels, the franchise, yeah. not at all. But I had no but desire. It wasn't to watch marketed it. right. It wasn't marketed no right. Watch like, it. who is? I don't even know. I know the. I know. We all know Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm. Naomi, we know that we know Scott. Naomi Scott from yeah. Aladdin and from Power Aladdin, Rangers. Aladdin, exactly. I was say Kimberly, yeah. girl. Pink Ranger, Power Rangers. Right, right. <laughs> the <laughs> other girl, no idea who that is. Mm-hmm. No, no, in oh. in Charlie's <laughs> Angels. Have you you haven't seen the new Charlie's Angels, have you? Have you wanted no. to? No, no exactly. <laughs> the new generation, the old generation, they don't they don't want to watch yeah. it. I mean, it's there's been some uh, pretty controversial articles that have come out too in terms of Elizabeth Banks. She said that uh, well, she's been going. Nuts. You know, we oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's you know she was the director, so I'm sure she's just oh, directed it. Her right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Uh-huh. She sort of spoke on the fact that. Today's society was more um, accepting of, you know, movies like uh, Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman because it caters to a male or it's considered a male genre or it, it caters to a male audience, okay. which is why Charlie's Angels wasn't accepted. So what do you guys think about that? Well, Joe, well, Joe what do you think about that? Hell no. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, Wonder Charlie's Wonder Angels, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, no, th- those were fine movies. And sometimes, like, when this article first came out and... Elizabeth Banks was going off. Like, one of the responses that fans were having was like, no, like, we're not hating on Charlie's Angels because it's a woman-led film. Like, we love films like Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel. And, like, uh, fuck, where was I going with this? Like, Charlie's Angels is just a franchise that no one really wanted or really cared about. We didn't need to bring it back. That was the thing, you know? Like, the last cast that we watched, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and Lucy Liu. Was just enough. I mean, they were the Charlie's Angels that our parents grew up on in terms of being just these three strong, super dominant women. So we were the generation that still had that in our heads, you know? Like, that's what Charlie's Angels stands for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My nephew is sitting right here. He is 13 years old. I have never talked to him about Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to bring something out that's new, you need to focus it on that aspect yeah. of it, I would think. Yeah. Because you still need to try to appeal to the community that still knows it or the generation that still knows it. Yeah. But we didn't feel like it was needed. Yeah. You know? So if you're in a... Tra- I don't know if they were trying to appeal to a younger audience or whatever, but they just don't know it nowadays. Mm-hmm. They didn't know Charlie's Angels. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just make new content, you know? Because people respect different. Like, when you really take a chance and risk it all and you just drop a, an original series that no one's ever heard of, and it's a fucking hit. People respect it. Like, damn, that's something different. No one has yeah. tried yet. But what we're in, we're in the age of reboots and the age of technology where we have the we have the technology to create these stories that were previous. Like, no one asked for Lion King. No one wanted to see that. I mean, I didn't want to... I didn't care to see that <laughs> shit. Lion like, King Live is... action. But anything that makes money these days is going to be rebooted. I'm just yeah. like, let's make some yeah. original shit. Let's, let's do it. You know, we touched on that a little bit during one of the previous episodes where we kind of oh, yeah. really touched on it really briefly. We, we, I think, I think like, we always will. It's yeah, like, give these know, small studios. Original that, content, you know. But, yeah. I mean, like, Ali, what do you think being a woman and sort of how Elizabeth Banks kind of came at... Um, I, I mean, you know, call me exaggerating a little bit, but I kind of think that she... Like, threw some shade at Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel, when in actuality, I feel like those were really cool, you know, pieces of art that came out recently that really highlighted a strong oh, yeah. fucking woman. Are you what do you me? think about that? Like, Wonder do you think that Woman's... that was warranted, what she said? 
Wonder Woman really captured a badass bitch. Really. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. she was vulnerable too. Yeah, you know? she was like vulnerable. She, yeah. Exactly, but it showed like, it showed the aspects of woman that you want to see, like, mm -hmm. like Wonder Woman. But it also highlighted the aspects you don't want. You don't see want in to terms see exactly being emotional. And, exactly, you but know. you love like I loved Wonder Woman. It was amazing. It was a great movie. Mm -hmm. But with Charlie's Angel, I feel like maybe. Um, we're trying to be too diverse and trying to bring it back the Charlie's Angels and everything. Because Elizabeth Banks played Bosley and it's like yeah, a female Bosley. Yeah, female Bosley. And that's where I was like, it's like okay, no. like, the thing is, it was always, it was always a show that focused on three strong women who had, Bosley was always a sidekick to them. Bosley I, was never a star. You don't need to further emphasize the diversity of this by making a female Bosley. You don't yeah. need that. That's unnecessary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you see those small steps that are taken, that's when you start, you sort of start to, it loses a little bit of its credibility because yeah. you're like, okay, now they're doing a little much. Right. Uh, Charlie's Angels is already going to be led by three strong female leads. Exactly. Bosley should be a man because it's literally a picture that shows a man who is there to serve these three strong women. Exactly. In any Charlie's Angels, you know, thing that you've seen, he was always at their beck and call. That highlights how how these how powerful those three women are when they have a man who is like, I'm supporting these three badass In women. In anything they do. Right. He was out there almost getting himself killed and doing crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so when you make it a woman, it's just like, okay, so Bosley's not a woman and like, what's the goal? Yeah. I need to know why know. you're doing yes. it. If you're doing it just for the sake of being diverse, to me, you're, you're, reaching. you're really reaching. Yeah, yeah. Reaching. as a woman, it didn't empower me at all. It didn't, like, like I don't know. To me, it was kind of like, okay, you know, I still, to this day, I don't want to watch it. You know, you know what I mean? And that's movie. the thing. Yeah, like, do yeah. you actually want to watch I it? I love Charlie's Angels. I loved all of them, but... I'm not going to watch a reboot of that. I mean, that's the thing. Like, yeah. you know, Seth and I are two of the fiercest queens you'll ever meet. Yeah. Me more than him. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, that's the thing, too, is like anything Charlie's Angels. If you're going to put Charlie's Angels on it, I'm one of the first ones that wants to watch it. I watched the trailer yes. to that. And no. like you said, I have no desire to watch it. No I watched so, it and I was very put off. So, and like I said, okay. I love... Well. Me some Elizabeth Banks. To clarify, no one here has actually seen the new Charlie's Angels. No. You know what? I read, I read my articles <laughs> on it, though. the trailer is enough. Yeah. And you know what? And the articles you read after. We're Rotten Tomatoes. That you says know? something. Cool. If, if none of us have the inclination to even attempt to go watch it. And we are a very inclusive group. We love to, you know, watch new movies just yes. to see yeah. what's being yes. put out into the universe. You know, like, we love that. I have had zero desire. No, they're, they're expensive now. <laughs> I do, I do know one little bit that I read in an article, and this this could have possibly helped the movie at least a tiny bit. Uh -huh. But there was no cameo from like Drew Barrymore or. Um, they've had that in every Charlie's Angels movie thus far. They've had original angels mm -hmm. come on and have some sort of appearance or cameo. So mm -hmm. okay. that really yeah. could have been it. Like that would have been something if they, if they included in the preview the fact that those Lucy Liu, Lucy Cameron Liu, Diaz uh -huh. or Drew Barrymore for our generation if they had a little clip in the preview oh, I would have watched I it. I would have watched it. And that that's me being 100% real. Yeah. I would have watched it. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's actually a really good that's a really good aspect to point out. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Like the action in the old Charlie's Angels was so obnoxious. It's like it's kind of what made it entertaining. It was like it was so off the wall, these the, the, the stunts, the, yeah. exactly. And it was like, you know what? Again, you have to know what you're watching. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. None of the previews that I saw of the current Charlie's Angels 
really emphasize the action, the action aspect. I want action. Mm-hmm. I want action. If I, I hear Charlie's action. Angels, I don't want to see three beautiful women who are punching guys and taking names. I want to see them beating ass. I want to see them shooting guys, so like doing all that crazy women, stuff that yeah. most movies don't address women doing. You know, mm-hmm. but I, I guess I guess the argument is is like you know in order to make those. I don't know, though. Like you said, it's just... Well, I will say, I did read an article... I read an article, too, where um, Elizabeth Banks really harped on the fact that she wanted it to be a little bit more comedy-based. And I'm like, okay, she, we have she, movies she's like Pitch type. Perfect. Yeah. We have movies like Bridesmaids. We have yeah. those movies where it's been an all-female comedy cast. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't need those anymore. What would have been cool was a balance of comedy and action with you some beautiful females that are current yeah, today. exactly. You know? But, I mean, I guess it just missed the mark on that. Like you guys said, we haven't watched it yet, so maybe we're all speaking prematurely, but I will be 100% honest in saying I have no intention on watching it. Yeah, I think that, <laughs> I, that's what we're speaking yeah. on, is like how attractive it is to yeah. us. Yeah. And I will wait until it's free somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, once it's, it's like on Hulu, stream it, I'm, once it's on Hulu, I'm sure free. Allie and I will pull up a glass of yeah. wine and watch it, girl. And we'll watch it. <laughs> so, I will not pay $16 to go to a movie theater and watch it. Yeah, yeah I, I will say this. Back when I had a movie pass subscription, uh, fucking movie so, pass. sometimes movie pass wouldn't fucking work. So at <laughs> that, that point, so at that point, if it was a movie that I really I wanted no to see... You never had movie pass? I have no idea what you're okay, talking about. Okay, pretty much short spiel. You pay ten bucks a month, and you can pretty much watch as many movies as you want at any theater. Any it, theater it was pretty yeah. huge. It was it was pretty big. It was pretty big at, at first. And Ultimately, then I literally never heard that. Then it got shut down. It shut down. Ultimately, it was a business model that was not going to last. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, this doesn't seem like a very realistic. They they tried they tried to shake up the the movie industry, but yeah, they continue. Yeah, well, anyway, so. Uh, you pay ten bucks a month, so I'm already paying like this, like X amount of money to watch yeah. some movies. But if for whatever reason, like if Movie Pass wasn't working, I would think to myself, like, okay, like, do I want to spend some extra money to see this movie? Yeah. So it'd be like, okay, like, like to me, Charlie's Angels is like a Movie Pass movie. Like I wouldn't mind like Movie Pass movie. Yeah. Like Straight I'm up. not gonna spend like if an it's extra, convenient. I'll watch it. Yeah. 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 Like I'm not gonna spend an extra like fifteen bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to like watch this, and movie. that that means something. I mean, movies have, are becoming more and more of an experience for people. So the fucking tickets are getting more and more expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, you, it's, it's being it's becoming more and more of a factor too that you really do have to grab your audience in the preview. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and which is why Netflix is sort of like doing it wrong, where they they give you the whole movie. <laughs> in the oh preview, yeah, I'm like, you know, I so. watched the movie. I'm good. What's next? Yeah, if it is a rom com on Netflix, you know that whole motherfucking movie within about ten seconds. Of mm-hmm. preview, and the previews are about forty seconds. So <laughs> Netflix, Devin, you are huge on Stranger Things, which I I, I try. I watched. I still haven't watched that either. I so watched like the first oh, two God. episodes, and I was like, shit. I just I I fell off. I saw you binge that shit on the 4th of July. Yeah, season two. It was no game for him. He was <laughs> up in my room watching it. Were you watching it on your phone or on our, on our TV? I think on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> is that huge for the kids? Is your age, Stranger Things is huge. Yes. The lead, the girl, she's good. She was in uh, Godzilla, King of Monsters. Millie Bobby Brown. What's her name? Millie Bobby Brown. Millie, Millie Bobby. In case you guys can't tell, our nephew is just as obsessed with entertainment as John is. So <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of uh, conversations. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Stranger <laughs> Things is fucking dope, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah. You, yeah. you watch it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've heard great things. AK watches it. I've heard great things about fucking Yeah, I've heard nothing but I mean, and they've won, like, all kinds of awards, too, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like as a show and a cast and stuff. Kids have grown up. 
I yeah. binged season two the day it came out, like the whole season. Yeah. I think that was the day that your uncle John was talking about, wasn't it? Wasn't that season two? Whatever season came out, what season came out this 4th of July? Uh, season three. Season oh, three. Season th- oh, so you binged that one too? Yes. Okay, so okay. let me let me ask okay. you this. Is Hopper still alive? No. No? You don't think he is? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. maybe. <laughs> I was going to say, let him speak on it, because then he'll give you a whole theory behind Speak, speak on it. Yeah. yeah, what's your theory? There are, like some, <clears throat> there are like some theories that Hopper like went into the Upside Down and he's still living in there. Or like, I don't know, it's just, I can't really come up with a theory, but I've heard a lot that might be true. Okay. I'd be down if he was still alive. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Character. Eight show. Oh, you're just thinking you sharing your opinions and whatnot. You still don't know shit. I'm just kidding. That appears to be one of the shows of like his generation. Oh, type. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's what because the like the shows? the actors and actresses, like the ensemble, is like they're all similar ages too. Yeah, the the young and they all kill it. They're hilarious. So I was gonna say they're amazing. Like, they kill it. Like, Noah Schnapp. I, I don't know if I'm saying his name. Right. Noah mm-hmm. Noah Schnapp is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. He's easily he's gonna do big things one day. Like he's the best Who's actor. He? Uh, he portrays Will Byers. Isn't one of the kids on Stranger Things one of the guys from It? The one with the big glasses. Yeah. He, yeah. Okay, he's the one that I was catching. I like him a lot. Oh yeah. 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 But Schnapp. Okay, I'll have to look him up too. But I haven't watched any episodes of Stranger Things. I gotta check it out for sure. You know, since we talked Stranger Things, I don't mean to fall back on Stranger Things here or like talk shit, but <laughs> uh, I. I saw another another article today that Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're Mandalorian girl, no. but let's talk about it. Man- no, just just a quick point. The Mandalorian just passed Stranger Things as having the highest demand for a streaming service show. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. It pa- yeah. Really? Oh my it's, god! It's so good. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I haven't watched Mandalorian yet. Oh, I think damn. People at my school. <laughs> I've been talking about it, but I haven't Is that seen. one of the popular things that's getting yeah. thrown out What, there what are they saying, Devin? Are they talking shit? Are the kids talking I shit? I told one of yeah. my friends in my science class, like, I got Disney Plus, and they were saying, like, you should watch Mandalorian. Mm. And they were saying it's, like, really interesting. Do you like Star Wars? I don't really... I haven't watched, like, the original. I was gonna say, I don't think he's been exposed much. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think his generation really well. is really... He's big yeah. on superheroes, Marvel, yeah. like his uncle. Like, the, he watches a lot of that. But the old Star Wars, like, from the 80s, Devin would be old for that shit. He'd be like, this looks Devin, so that's old. not his cup of tea. <laughs> I Give, love my nephew. He's very... Watch this. They'd be like, this shit yeah. looks too old. I can't, I can't watch it. To be honest with you, those were barely our cup of tea. Like, I love the, the prequel trilogy. Oh my god! Yeah, as as oh, bad yeah. as bad yeah. as it is, <laughs> until episode one, two, and three came out, I didn't fuck with Star Wars. Oh, that was the Star Wars of our generation. Yes, we're the one, two, and three, which is why one hundred percent. It's like, why did they come out with? When Phantom Menace came, came out, <laughs> Darth Maul was. I, I, people were upset. I was like, he's the best Sith I've ever seen. Well, I'm just waiting for the day that they come up with, and I was telling John about this the other day, which is why he's laughing. When they come up with a gay Star Wars villain, because I'm going to be like Darth Maul with my, you know, double-sided pink saber, <laughs> dropping in a split and doing a shablam. And I'm gonna, they will. I'm gonna, I don't come to play. I come to slay, honey. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So. I'll, I'll keep it a stack. I could see... I don't know about the pink and doing the splits. <laughs> but I, 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 I could see in, in our ever-inclusive society, I can see... like. A gay, Those kinds of characters. a gay yeah. Jedi. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how they pull that off, but you know what? Disney will 
Disney will find a we'll, fucking we'll way. We'll figure out a way. I mean, they do their crazy versions of reboots, so, you know. <laughs> they do the most with reboots, right? The absolute most. Just, I mean. Like, Will Smith is Genie? <laughs> <laughs> I was not feeling Will Smith with Genie. That, and that's really? my fave. Hey, I love the Latin. Hold up, hold up. This is surprising because my brother up. is obsessed with Will Smith, everyone. So oh, let's hear this. Big Will is by far my favorite actor. If I ever met him, he's like one of the few people I would I'd be Well, honestly, I, think it, I, I don't think it would be too fair to, or too... Uh, too far to say that he was one of your or one of your inspirations growing up. Oh uh, yeah, Will Smith is one of my inspirations. Yeah, yeah. Like you love. Plus, so many people tell me when they find I'm an actor, like oh, like Will Smith. Oh my God, fuck no way, what? Yes. But when you my watch you today. act, you're you do have a very and I'll effect. keep it a stack. He, yes, he, when you he, see him act, some of yeah. his, a lot of his comedy, I'm like, okay, I feel that's like sort of it's what a similar, emulated. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, we're we're different, but yeah, that's my guy. Him as genie, I just. I don't know. I the singing and the the. Well, can we? Is it fair to say that he sung it all? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Completely <Yeah>. auto tune. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I, I enjoyed Aladdin. Um, I mean, it was Kamea's first movie. It was. Yeah, but I, I I don't know how much I enjoy Will Smith as genie. Yeah, I mean, and you know, like. And that's my guy. <laughs> that's my dude. Right? And that's that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. <laughs> Just that, and that's how I feel about some Disney reboots. Same with Lion King. Well, it seems like they tie certain names to some reboots for the sake of getting an audience. Like in Lion King, Beyonce. That had me so sick. (laughs) Oh my god, Beyonce as yeah, no, Beyonce cannot act or voice. She doesn't have the voice. She can't. She can't voice act. Yeah, honestly, I mean, she's the best actress. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) so her and Donald Glover were like barely in it and I was like oh my gosh but I mean like she was one of the first names you heard on like of course they're gonna promote Beyonce straight up I was like what the fuck is Childish Gambino and when I heard him I was like you know you guys you guys know that uh, when they sang Can You Feel the Love Tonight they weren't even in they the weren't same, together. They weren't together. It they was were a like, recorded track like that. Yeah, and that's they just really edited. Important. I was yeah. like, dude, that just brought this movie down even wow. more. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I think Seth Rogen bodied it. That's my, oh, that's Seth my Rogen. guy. Seth, um, Seth Rogen and Billy, I, I crushed will it. forever live for that little pair right there. Timon and Pumbaa. Pumbaa. They were everything. <laughs> just so amazing. But... Yes, oh, I mean, just certain reboots don't need to be redone. You know? No, let's and start. Let's let's emphasize original content. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> I agree. Because we know anything that makes money will certainly be rebooted. But I think they're starting to get to see though that it all doesn't make money. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. That's the harsh reality of it. That's so. the fucking learning curve of the industry. It's crazy though because Lion King sucked, but it made a billion dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> and because of the name. Because it's Lion King. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They tied Beyonce there and then added a couple of extra yeah. dollars. But. but absolutely, original content. Like I mean, all these titles like Cinderella, Lion King, all these with Dumbo, they were iconic for our generation. So they need to create new stuff for the younger generation to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, when you have the clout like Disney and you have just <laughs> essentially more than half of <laughs> the fucking market share. Um, any kind of original shit you drop, we're watching, you know? Yeah. So. That's going to be our new push on the Colored Cast is new original content. Yes, <laughs> yes. Let's do it. And 
That's about it, guys. Yeah. I think that's a good little end note is on our little uh, mission statement now. New original content. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Joe, we have any, any shout-outs we need to make? Any, no. Anyone have any shout-outs we need to make to anyone? I mean, I'd like to shout-out Day for being here. Yeah. But, Thank you, you nephew. Know. Thanks for pulling up, recording some videos. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe, Speaking a little bit. Maybe we'll have a we'll have a Crisis on Infinite Earths <laughs> review episode here. You know what I'm saying? You know, if Allie and I don't approve, we'll have to put a pin in that, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we will just let be. you know. <laughs> we signing off. All right now. Bye. Bye. Love you guys. Love wins. <laughs>